0: Belong, become, believe. You're listening to Grace Church of Northwest Arkansas podcast. The message for April 18th, 2021 is called The Only Choice That Really Matters. The speaker is John Ray, and the location is Vesper Point, Mount Sequoia in Fayetteville, Arkansas.
1: So as you can tell, we are unplugged this morning because of the uh, not this chance, but the actual presence of rain. Um, If it gets too bad, we'll just scatter back to our cars as it goes. But thanks for being here. Thanks for braving the elements. Um, As we move back into meeting in person, we're going to be reaching out to people to help facilitate these gatherings. With that, so look. Look, uh, be watching for invitations and opportunities to help serve, to greet, serve communion, to help with worship, do those various things as we gather together. And just on the back row, if you can't hear me, just let me know and I'll speak up louder. We're with in. that. Um, I want to thank everybody. My name is John Ram, part of Grace Church here. And I really want to thank everybody who has helped over these past couple weeks respond to the tragedy. Um, in the Lawson's household with the loss of Chris Lawson. Um, we'll be talking a little bit more about that, but one of the things that was impressed upon us uh, because of that situation was the need that we all have for prayer. So as we get started this morning, I want to I invite everybody. morning. I want to invite everybody just to stand up. And as, as a recognition that all of us here have needs, none of us here have it all together. Y'all, I don't have it all together. I have things I'm struggling with. I have things I need you to help you with. I cannot do this alone, and so I want to invite you just to hold out your hands, and I want you to think about that thing or those things that you need help carrying. I want you to think about that thing or those things that you cannot bear alone. And maybe it's something when you think about it, it brings you great shame. Maybe it's something that you're afraid of. If someone else knew that you struggled with that, that you would be rejected. That you would be judged. Maybe it's something that you think is beyond hope. Something that you just think Will never be healed, will never be fixed, will never be addressed. I want you to hold that thing in your hand as I pray. God of all mercy and comfort, you have gathered us here to hear the good news of Jesus Christ, to receive that good news by faith but also to share one another's burdens. So God, hear our confession that we are a needy people. That we have tried to do things on our own, in our own way, with our own resources, and we have utterly failed. We have been left broken, sick, captive, and in darkness, but in your Son Jesus the light has come, and you have called each of us to stand together as recipients of your grace, and together practice confession, repentance, and faith. And so, God, these things that we hold out in our hands today, the things that shame us, that scare us, that anger us, that hold us back, we offer them to you. And with the intention of letting them be known to others so that we will not carry them alone. Hear our prayer, Jesus. Save us, God. Draw us to yourself, to each other, and to our true self spirit. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Good
0: morning. Good morning, Good morning. <laughs> Glad you're here. Likewise. I'm glad I'm here too. <laughs> uh, I'm Bailey, this is Ellen, this is Stacy. We are the Bailey Ellen and Stacy worship squad. Thank you, to you this morning. Worship. Okay. Power. Thanks for letting me be awkward and still loving me.
1: Okay.
0: Where are your socks? Elsewhere.
1: I really throw you for a little because that was part of what we love about you.
0: Yes. So if you haven't um, seen it, we have these little QR codes that Stacy was super cool and made for us, so if you want to snag that with your phone, that'll pull up the lyrics for you. We have a version if you don't have cool. We're gonna get started. I know. the pit of emptiness, you have redeemed my soul from death, you have redeemed my soul from the pit of emptiness, you have redeemed my soul from death. I was a hungry child, a dried up river was a burned out forest, no one could do anything for me, Put food in my body, water in my dry beds, to my black and red hair. Still my soul. Yeah.
1: Y'all, I don't have a mic, so you might want to come a little closer. this Again, welcome. My name is John Ray. i part of Grace Church. We're really glad you're braving the elements to be with us here this morning. Four and a half years ago, I was walking canopy trails just on the other side of this mountain with Chris Lawson. We were walking slow, talking, listening to each other. I was in the process of getting my certification as a spiritual director in seminary, and I I needed someone to practice with. And so I asked Chris, I said, do you want to enter into this process? Do you want to do we want to be part of this? And I'll never forget his response. He said, for me, it's a matter of life and death. Thursday, I did his memorial service after he died by suicide. Friends, this is a matter of life and death. We don't gather to talk about these things, to to look into the scripture, to pray, to worship as a way of enhancing our life. This is not a way of, of somehow working to become better people. Friends, this is a matter of life and death. We are constantly being given the invitation to life by the God who created and loves us. But here's the deal. It's not an invitation that we can ignore without consequences. And when God makes clear those consequences, it's not a malicious or or a coercive act. But it's an act of love. And this is what allows us to see this with new eyes. Now our text this morning, we've been working our way through the book of Isaiah. And Isaiah is a, is a, compilation, a compilation of writing, uh, writings over the years by various authors in various times under this heading of Isaiah. And some of it is, is incredibly um, relevant to us today. Some of it is hard to understand. But I really believe one of the keys to in, to understanding it, to interpreting it properly, is to understand that it is a message of love to us. And it is also a message of respect. In a way, what Isaiah does is it he, he, he gives... Voice to this idea that God respects us enough to allow for consequences to our choices. God gives us agency as a as a reflection of being created in the very image of God. And so, when we look at Isaiah 42, and if you want to read along, we see this first part. And he's talking about his servant, this, this servant, this person of God who is going to proclaim the truth in a way that people are going to hear and they're going to understand. Now, ultimately, we see this fulfilled in Jesus. This is, this is fulfilled in Jesus, but it is also, in a way, indicative of all of us as followers of Jesus, that we are supposed to reflect this truth in our lives, both individually and corporately as the church. The prophet says, here's my servant whom I support, my chosen one in whom I take pleasure. Three times we see recorded in scripture where the voice of heaven comes down on Jesus and says, here's my servant, here's my son in whom I'm well pleased. He says, I have placed my spirit upon him. He will will make just decrees for the nations. He will not cry out or shout. He will not publicize himself in the streets. A crushed reed he will not break. A dim wick he will not extinguish. He will faithfully make just decrees. He will not grow dim or be crushed before establishing justice on the earth. The coastlands will wait in anticipation for his degrees. This is what the true God, the Lord, says. The one who created the sky and stretched it out. The one who fashioned the earth and everything that lives in it. The one who gives breath to the people in it and life to those who live on it. I, the Lord, officially commission you. I take hold of your hand, I protect you and make you a covenant mediator for people and a light to the nations to open blind eyes, to release prisoners from dungeons and those who live in darkness from prisons. This passage defined and formed the imagination and ministry of Jesus. And in a way it is supposed to be reflected and defined in us as his people. Now, it's starting to rain, so I'm going to go quick here. (laughs) I'm not going to read the best, but I want you to know that it goes on to give this incredible warning for those who don't follow that, who don't hear the message. Read it. Take some time. Read Isaiah 42. But I want us to know that choices have consequences. Y'all, we all know this, and we all sometimes think we're going to escape it. But choices have consequences. When God warns us of the things that might happen when we make the wrong choice, it's not to coerce or manipulate us. It's not to shame or guilt us. It is so that we can avoid those things. can't do that alone. None of us is equipped to do that alone. We have to do this in the context of community. And here's the thing. Here's the response to that. I've been thinking a lot Thinking a lot about Chris, my friend, he's no longer here. And I don't know. I don't know what ultimately made him make that decision. I don't know for sure. (coughs) But I know that he struggled. He struggled a lot with accepting the love of God, with knowing that he was loved, that knowing that he was accepted. He struggled a lot with shame. as a church, we are ever wrestling and moving to be more hospitable, more welcoming, more inclusive, as demonstration of the love of God. Amen. <clears throat> we practice hospitality towards others and towards ourselves as a reflection of the welcome that god gives to each of us without exception and without qualification we are known loved by and accepted by god there may be more no more <coughs> tangible demonstration of the nature and character of God than this. But there also may be no more difficult thing for us to practice. And I've watched people struggle to accept other people because of their choices, and indeed, that's hard work. But in a way, it's easy compared to accepting ourselves. To really, truly accepting ourselves. And so I'm going to wrap up here, so we all don't get drenched. <laughs> and I want to thank you for being here. And I want you—I want us all to go today with this resounding, unequivocal, eternal, and unqualified invitation. God loves you. You are loved by God. And there is nothing that you carry, nothing that you've done, nothing that you are that will separate you from God. Or that love. So accept that now this morning. Go in peace. Stay dry. (laughs) Thanks for being here, y'all.
0: Thank you for listening to Grace Church of Northwest Arkansas podcast. You can find more about us online at gracechurchnwa.org. Grace and peace.